Now, I'm sure m many of you have gone to, uh, um, if many of you that work at a company or work for an employer or uh, even have been involved in certain organizations, have gone through whatever version of um, diversity training that, you know, has been pushed uh, over the course of time. Uh, we've all done it. You, you sit in the room and, you know, you, you learn about um, harassment in the workplace and you learn about um, uh, diversity. You learn about different cultures. You learn about sensitivity, all of that stuff. Now imagine... After going through one of those sessions, there was a pushback from employees. And they basically said, we felt like we were being lectured in this. We felt like we were being scolded in this. And we don't think it's right. How long do you think those employers, how, how long do you think those employees would last under those circumstances? <laughs> They would probably all be fired. But that's not what happened with Uber. And here's why. And here's everything you need to know about why this whole DEI push is a farce. So, let's go to Uber. Uber uh, is obviously, you know, the company that, uh, for the most part, is a transportation company, obviously. Uh, but they, uh, it's, it's a, you know, an app on your phone. You basically, it's, a, you know, it's, a, you, you can get a ride, every, almost like a taxi, um, you know, and it's specific to uh, while you have, you know, you, you, you order the car, it comes on your phone. You can watch it. In your little map, you can watch it to see how close it is. Uh, it's all paid for because your credit card is, is registered with the company. Um, and, of course, you get in the car, you get out of the car, and uh, you move on. It's a tech company, but it um, specializes in transportation. Of course, they're into some other things now. They do food. You know, you can do Uber Eats and all the other stuff. But the company, which is, uh, you know, which is a, a tech company, and is, uh, you know, always praised for being uh, extremely progressive. Well, they have a, a DEI officer, Bo Young Lee, an Asian woman who uh, was in charge of DEI. So, she had a series of events, and that they were titled, Don't Call Me Karen. And they were basically a series of events for the company diversity training where they basically were going to discuss in an open way the plight of white women who have come under fire obviously for a number of different things uh but the whole the, the term karen first uh, really the first time i can remember hearing it it might be have roots was during the pandemic, when uh, the white woman encountered the, the, the black man in Central Park, uh, you know, and called the police on him. If you remember that story, it was like a big viral story for a few weeks and all the other stuff. And she got fired and this and that. But it's sort of that that's sort of the first time I can remember the term Karen, you know, which is in general used for, you know, to describe a white woman who is freaking out for no reason in public, but it has its roots in a white woman who 
calls the police on uh, on black people for whatever reason. Okay, so now we know where the origin of the word Karen comes. And, of course, Karen has become, you know, it, it, it started as a derogatory term for a white woman who calls the police on black people because she's irrationally afraid of them. But now it's sort of become a term where anytime there's a video of a white woman freaking out or a white woman in a store having a problem with something or arguing with cashiers or whatever, they're referred to as Karens. And here's the funniest, it's a true story. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was in, uh, I was in get-go. And there, there was a, a, a young white lady was working this, the register, Right. And uh, the guy, apparently, there was a guy that, you know, he paid cash for his gas, went out, tried to pump the gas, and I guess there was like 2 or $3 of a, uh, you know, there, there, there was 2 or $3, like, refund because, he, you know, he pumped the gas and, he you know, he actually overpaid. So he came in to try and get his, his money. And the lady was like, well, it's going to go back on your card. And instead of just saying, you know, uh, something to the effect of, well, you know, I paid cash. Can you look it up? And I paid cash. You'll see I paid cash. He starts screaming at her. So now it gets into this thing. And finally, she's like, I don't understand why you're yelling at me. And then he starts yelling, okay, Karen. Okay, Karen. Like screaming at her, Karen. <laughs> so it's become a derogatory term basically for white women. So this DEI officer from Uber wanted to have a you know as part of diversity training let's talk about you know the whole karen thing and why it's probably not fair to all white women and why it's derogatory and why it's this and that and the other thing of course there was a backlash so uber's head of dei diverse diversity equity and inclusion decided to have a discussion about <clears throat> Uh, don't, I think it was called Don't Call Me Karen, uh, about sort of the plight of white women and the, the stereotypes they have to deal with every single day. She's now on invest, She's now on leave, and of course, that means she's about to be fired. Uh, she's now being suspended because some of the uh, employees that are uh, uh, non-white, there was a blowback. And they basically said, that, um, you know, the fact that they were being told they shouldn't stereotype white women was bad. Now, imagine that. Imagine going to your boss and saying, I don't think you should be telling us that we can't stereotype black people or gay people or whatever. Imagine, imagine being able to get away with that. In this case, they not only got away with it, but the person that is in charge, the Asian woman who is in charge of the diversity, equity, and inclusion was the one that got basically got fired. She got suspended, obviously, uh, but you know how that works. We're going to put her on leave, and then she's going to sort of disappear. Maybe she'll resurface in another job. Maybe she won't. But the bottom line is, you know, uh, employees uh, of color... Uh, it was more of a lecture. I felt like I was being scolded for the entirety of that meeting. I got news for you. That's welcome to the world of diversity training. <laughs> what, anybody that sat through any of these diversity trainings would probably say the same thing. 
But the bottom line is, it was designed to be an, quote-unquote, an open and honest conversation about race, which we are never allowed to have. Everyone everyone uh, keeps always saying, well, you know, it's time we have a conversation about race. It's time we have an open conversation about this or that. But that's not what they really mean. And here's another example of it. Here's another great example of it. The entire purpose of this diversity training for Uber employees was to try and basically say you should not stereotype white women. That white women go through a number of different things in their daily lives. And now because of the whole Karen thing, right, they, they, they're, they're in some ways have not been taken as seriously as they need to in certain cases. And, and no, when you have a white customer, a white woman who's a customer, if she complains, she's not necessarily being a, a Karen. Maybe her complaints are actually legitimate. That's what the whole purpose of the open, quote-unquote, conversation that was supposed to be sparked by these training sessions was about. But, of course, what we find out is when they're talking about diversity and inclusion— they only mean certain things. Certain only, only, only if it means certain races and certain uh, certain gender groups. That's really what it means. Because if there was ever a pushback like this about many of the other diversity trainings that we all have to go through, guess what? Those people would be fired. They'd be fired. Instead, it's the diversity, and so the DEI, and this is about the third or fourth time now one of these DEI people have lost their jobs or been suspended uh, for basically trying to have an actual open conversation about uh, uh, racial issues or gender issues that doesn't involve a one-way conversation. And that's really the, the mistake that's being made here. But it goes to show you how hypocritical it all is. It really does. It's not about racial issues and, and, and gender issues. It's about the fact that she was honest in saying, let's have an honest conversation. Well, an honest, honest conversation doesn't involve force-feeding certain things, certain narratives that you want to be, you know, that you want force-fed, and nobody's allowed to question it. But we finally have found one subject that apparently you are allowed to question. And that is, apparently it's okay to stereotype white women, including in the DEI uh, handbook, I guess. I don't know. It just goes to show you the hypocrisy of it all. And the fact that we continue to put up with this kind of stuff is absolutely absurd.